Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 78. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing here this evening? I'm doing good. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> That's right. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. There is no crying in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you ready to get started here this evening? Yes, I am. Let's get started. Let's start off with one of our favorites that we talk about on a regular basis on this show. One Mr. Max Scherzer seemed to have found his groove once again. Now, he had a rough out in his last start. He pitched on Sunday. I think he only lasted about three innings. He had a kind of rough out in, um, last Sunday. But overall, since he's been with the Rangers, he's 3-1 and one and has been pitching some really good games. I mean, he had the, the start before. Before um, Sunday start, he pitched really well. That's probably been his best start. He went seven innings, gave up only one hit, uh, no earned runs, and had 11, 11 strikeouts. So it seems like being back on a contending team is definitely kind of motivated Max. So how do you feel about the way Max has been performing so far for the Rangers? I mean, he he does seem like he's rejuvenated. Um, I mean, we talked about in the last episode, like, we don't know everything that was going on behind the scenes with the Mets, but we knew something was amiss with the organization overall. Like, mm-hmm. something wasn't right going on. And I will say at least they did do right by him to trade him to a contender, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, him in Texas. I mean, he he's living his uh Nolan Ryan fantasy right now, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, um, Pretty much. But um, I do have a question for you regarding him. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I say, you the one that put me on to Max Scherzer. I tell everybody that you know, whenever he come up, I would say, yeah, Chris is the one who put me on to old mm-hmm. Mad Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question is this: mm-hmm. is Okay, he's 38 years old. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like he's slowing down? In some ways, yes. Because you see outings like he had on Sunday where you go like, yeah, he's kind of slowing down a bit. And then, But then again, at the same time, you see other starts where he had that 11 strikeout game. I'm like, okay, this looks like the old Max. It seems like it's kind of hit or miss with him in certain ways, because it seems like he gives up a lot of home runs. Like I said, he only has like three innings uh, last game. So, it's kind of like hit or miss. But when he's when he's on, he gets in that groove like we always talk about. He's the old Max we love to talk about. He's phenomenal. He's one of the top pitchers in baseball. But then you have some moments where you're like, oh, man. That's not the max we know and love. You know, only pitching three innings and giving up a lot of home runs and having a high ERA. That's not the max we love. So it's kind of hit or miss with him, it seems like. It seems like some moments where you look like at him and he's like, oh, man, you got the old max of old. And other moments where you think, yeah, he may not be what he used to be. So it's kind of it's kind of up and down with him. It's like depends on the start. It's like from start to start to start, what, what max are you going to get? You're going to get the old max and you get the max where it's like, uh, it looks like he's, you know, Getting about that time. Huh? So, I mean, wait, think he played till, what, 40 and say, you know what, I'm done? Yeah, I, I, I can see that. 
I don't see him being one of those guys that's going to linger on and on and on pitching, you know, when he realizes that he's kind of past his prime. You know, the guy's just going to stick around. He's going to be still out there trying to pitch. I see if he gets to a certain point and he realizes he doesn't have that mojo anymore, he's probably going to say, hey, you know, maybe it's time to hang him up. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. I think, I, and I think if he wanted to, I don't know if he has any desire to do this, he'd make a great pitching coach. If he wanted to teach some of these other young up-and-comers how to, how to pitch, he would make a great pitching coach, I feel. Hmm. Nah, you probably be out there, you know, cussing somebody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yourself, you know, cussing out the young dudes. Yeah. You know. what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> right. So yeah, nah. I, you know, I I see him pretty much when he retires, kind of just fading away to just regular family life, really. Hmm. You see him on TV, like in a TV role, or not? No, I don't see him on TV because who you know. No, I, I mean I'm never saying never, but at the same time, just from how he comes across and everything, mm-hmm. I don't see him going into TV. And that's not for, and that's not for everybody. No, dude. it's not. That, that's not for everybody. Now, he, now, 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 if he had like, I could see him. Could you see him doing like a podcast or something like that, where he kind of, where he can kind of more kind of control the narrative, where he's not working with some of these you know, TV executives and stuff, where he has his own podcast, where he can kind of control like what he puts out there. Can you see him doing something like that? Um, but I mean, if he if he had the desire to do it, if he had the desire to do that, yeah, because who knows? He may, he might just say, you know what, this is enough baseball. I'm you know chill with my family. I'm good. Yeah, so let's say it all depends, but as far as him being on TV, because even though we like him and stuff like that, but he doesn't have that. I'm trying to let's see who's on TV, right? I mean, like, you know, he doesn't have the day, you know, David Ortiz type personality. I'm still even kind of shocked that Derek Jeter even went to TV because Jeter really doesn't have that type of personality. He really doesn't no. Yeah, you know, so, he never showed that throughout the course of his career. Like when I saw him play, no great player, but I never said, "Oh, that guy is definitely gonna be on TV." Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Frank Thomas, of course. I mean, he had a personality, and he, you know, he had fun doing it and stuff like that. But when you kind of think about it, there isn't a lot of baseball players that have that kind of crossover to TV personality. Mm-hmm. When you really think about it. I mean, hell, somebody like now you now we probably would have thought that Manny Ramirez would transfer, you know, transit because he has that over, you know, over the top type personality. He's very energetic, but he kind of just faded away. I mean because it was a surprise to see him pop up at um, what was he at? He was at he was on something. Because I was like, what the hell, Manny doing there? Um, Recently? it was something. Yeah, it was something baseball related. I can't remember what it was now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was something for the Red Sox or something. Um, wait, was it? No, it wasn't. The, it wasn't the Hall of Fame. It couldn't I, have been. No, I, I, I don't, don't think so. I, I don't know. It was it was something, but I know because it was like Manny. Manny Ramirez is here, and I was like, "What the hell, Manny doing there?" Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, not a, but, that's not random. Yeah, but but no, but like I say, it was baseball related. <laughs> I, I remember, I, I know it was. Um, but yeah, like he he was typing, and, and then look at, I mean, look at Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds hates the freaking media, so okay, <laughs> oh, no, you, 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 you knew he wasn't gonna be on TV. <laughs> but but because Barry, I mean, like I say, 
for people, you know, take all the what you might think about him aside. Barry Bonds has the mind of, you know, for a, as far as baseball goes, he's a great baseball mind. Oh, absolutely. No, no, I mean, no doubt about that. He was born and bred, you know, as far as, um, you know, baseball, you know, mm-hmm. so he would have been a great, he would have made probably a great analyst or something, but because he hates, mm-hmm. you know, the media and everything, it's like, nope. Mm-hmm. So it's like I said, with baseball, it's kind of weird. Cause like, you know, like football and basketball, you have a lot of guys who make that transition and, you know, like, okay, wow. Okay. That's, you know, they, you know, they, they made that transition, but, and even with football, same thing. Mm-hmm. But with baseball, you you don't see too many guys make that transition from playing to you know going to TV. No, you really, really don't. It's more common, like you mentioned, over in basketball and football. That baseball is one of those sports where you just don't you don't see a lot of that. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we shall see uh, what happens to Mr. Uh, Max Scherzer. Um, anything else on him? Anything else? Uh, just hopefully he don't get into a fight with with somebody to really, you know, drive home the, the Nolan Ryan uh, fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why the headlock will be punched. Right, and just punching him straight in the top of the head. That's, that's still insane. <laughs> just, just stay away from that. That is still insane. That is. Now, all these years later, I, I, I still get a kick out of that. That's still funny. <laughs> all these years later. Next up. It seems like this, over the last week, this seems like it's been an ongoing trend in baseball. And that is inside the park home runs. That's basically where, you know, a player, they hit the ball. They basically get a home run. They round the bases and without the ball going out of the ballpark. And that's a very rare thing to see in baseball. You don't see a lot of it. But over like the last week, we've seen three players do it. We saw uh, from the Reds, um, Ellie uh, De La Cruz did it. Uh, Jorge Mado from the Orioles did it over the weekend. And then most recently, I believe it was last night, Bryce Harper hit an inside-the-park home run. And I'm like, wow. Like I said, that's a very, very rare feat. In baseball, um, any thoughts on this latest trend with these inside the park home runs? Any any, any thoughts on that? I mean, something always something here recently, like I say, something has always kind of become a trend. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole thing with the you know the the, the no hitters has become a thing mm-hmm. in recent. Even though I hate to combine no hitter, I hate that. Yeah, um, but that has become a big trend. And now it seems like these inside the park home runs, which is a hard thing to do. That's all, exactly. That's that's not an easy feat to accomplish at all. You got to have good timing as far as like where you hit the placement of the ball and everything. You got to have the speed to get around the bases. Just think you're running, you know, around all all four base spaces, and that's that's not that's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do at all. That that, that takes some. Endurance, it takes some speed. That's not an easy feat. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how many uh how many of those you know if that continues you know as a trend going into next season also. Mm-hmm. We definitely will. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. I'm trying to look up, trying to find out some more information on like the inside the park 
home run. But you'll um, you'll appreciate this one. I thought, thought this was pretty cool. Uh, on July 25th, 1956, uh, Roberto Clemente became the only MLB player to hit a walk-off inside the park grand slam in a 9-8 Pittsburgh Pirates win over Chicago Cubs at Forbes Field. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. See? There you go. There you go. But yeah, like I say, it's, it's, that's the always the interesting thing in baseball. The interesting little things like that, like the inside the park home run, the perfect games, no hitters. You know, that, that's the thing that kind of makes the game unique and make the game special. I feel. Well, I mean, you know, the perfect perfect game is the one that Dave Wills had. Oh yeah. <laughs> the perfect game for all perfect games. Yeah, that was the perfect perfect game. We should have known he was sweating like crazy. Yeah, yeah, something should have told us. Something was up there. This, this, this guy's, it's not normal. It's not normal behavior to be sweating profusely like that. Man. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, look. Hey, real quick. So, David Will's perfect game, you know, was, was, was not. You know the backstory of that is not what we thought it was. Like, it definitely wasn't what we thought it was. Just like Michael Jordan's flu game was not what we thought it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't mm-hmm. have the flu. He went. He wasn't hung over either. He no. Damn, he had damn food poisoning. Food, food poisoning. Yeah. Right? Got him with the food poisoning. There's some bad pizza or something like that. And depending on how how true this is, I mean, I've heard this. A, a number of times, but you remember when um when uh when Paul Pierce got hurt, mm-hmm. you know, in that game against Cleveland, he had to get you know carted off and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, well. Do you know what the back? Like, there's a there's another backstory to that. I don't know if no, you know. I didn't hear that. What was the backstory behind that? Well, supposedly he uh he had an accident on himself and oh. and they covered it up by by saying he hurt his knee oh i had i had not heard that one yeah yeah interesting yeah when he when he falls apparently that's what ha- happened and he he tells the trainer that that's what happened and then they make up this whole thing about it was his knee that was hurt oh my goodness yeah so see Think the things you learn, the things you learn. <laughs> you never know. Things aren't always as they appear. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to check out or see any highlights, anything from the su- recent uh, Sunday night baseball game, the Phillies and Nationals. They called it the uh, Little League um, Classic. Basically, they were up in um. Pennsylvania, one of the little league uh, stadiums, and had some a lot of the little leaguers there. Um, had some of the. It was really cool. They had this thing. They were all kind of lined up. I guess from like center field all the way up to the pitching mound. They had a different um, um, kids handing off the ball all the way up to the um, home plate for the first pitch, and they had a whole announce team. I think on ESPN two or just all like some of the youngsters like doing the um, broadcasting and stuff like that. And it was really, really cool to see. I. I I think I had heard about this before, but I never really paid too much attention to the game. Uh, Nationals won the game uh, 
four to three. And throughout the course of the game, some um, kids were asking some of the players questions and everything like that. It was really, really cool to see. So um, I don't know anything about that. Any, any thoughts on that? I thought, that's, I thought it was pretty cool. No, no. No, this is the first time I'm hearing about that. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I saw it advertised. I said, oh, you know, Nationals and Phillies. I said, okay. So then I gave, because I don't know if I talked about it on here. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to get the local. I can get just about any, because I got a um, subscription with MLB, MLB TV. So I can get just any, I can get Yankees games, I can get the Reds games, Braves games, I get all the other games, but can't get the local, can't get the Orioles games, can't get the Nationals games, which is crazy. That's, that's, that's a whole nother <laughs> debate right there. So anytime they're on national TV, like I said, on ESPN or Fox, something like that, it's always cool to see. And I said, oh, Okay, let me turn them on. I said, "Oh, Little League World um, Classic." I had never, heard, I had never heard this before. So I thought it was a pretty cool concept. I hope it's something that they, they continue to do. Yeah, what, Once again, things like this help to help help to grow the game. I feel it, it does. But what kind of nonsense is that? Where you can't get the local games? Like that makes no it's sense. A, it's a it's a huge thing with um, Masson because they. The Orioles basically own the rights to Masson, and then when the Nationals came to town, there was a lot of back and forth about the broadcast in the game. It's 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 just it's just a mess. They're supposedly supposed to be working on that, like working it out. So hopefully, in the um, I guess in the coming years that they can be able to broadcast the game. But it's it's just a mess. Like I say, like I say, they won't. They, it's more so on the Orioles side, I feel. The whole Angelo's Angelo family, they own like I said, they own the rights to Masson and it's just it's 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 just a big mess. It's just a big, big mess. Like I said, it's been it's been going on like this for years. You can't unless you pay a lot of money, you get the Masson station, you can get the games. But other than that, it's damn near impossible to get to get the games. It's just ridiculous. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but um but yeah, I thought I thought this was a pretty cool concept. I thought. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it is. I mean, I wonder if they kind of pulling from. Uh, I always I forget the kid named the um, kid with the football where he he interviews like a lot of the players and stuff. So I wonder if they kind of pull. Oh him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like him. That, 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 that's a sharp little kid. I like it. I like yeah, him. Right. I mean, he definitely got a future in 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 you know. Broadcasting. Oh, absolutely. The way he's rattling off all them stats and everything like that. Yes. <laughs> he better, better, better than me. <laughs> right? So, yeah, I, I don't know if I could be able to do it that the way he do it and and to have the confidence that he has. Exactly. Such a young exactly. He doesn't seem shaken or rattled or anything like that. He just goes on there with a confidence. Man, it's, 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 cool, it's cool to see. I said, I said, yeah, he's definitely got a bright future, whatever he decides to do. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, so I, I kind of don't need to do this too. Yes, yes, he definitely does. So I kind of wonder if that's where where they kind of pull that from a little bit. Drew some little inspiration be. from that. It could be. You never know. Like I said, you never know. Like I said, I'm all for, you know, kids getting involved in the game. Like I said, once again, stuff like this help to grow the game, help to get the eyes, you know, the baseball on, on a younger audience. I think stuff like this is, you know, they need to do more stuff like this. Yeah, definitely could. Let's mm-hmm. say and I'm gonna say it again. Uh, bring back Rock and Jock. That's all I'm saying. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, I found this interesting. Um, I saw this. I think I saw this on Facebook. It was the um, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. They are having an introduction of the Negro League Baseball Museum's 2023 Hall of Game class. 
and they're inducting uh, Vita Blue, we talked about earlier on this uh, episode, who's a great pitcher. Uh, Al Donning, Dwight Gooden, Mike Norris, and Dontrell Willis. They said established by the Negro Baseball, um, Negro League Baseball Museum in the 2014. The Hall of Game honors former MLB greats who played the game in the spirit and signature style that made Negro League Baseball a fan favorite. Join us Saturday, September 9th, as we celebrate members of the Black Ace. So I thought that was pretty cool. I had never heard of this before. I mean, obviously, you know, Negro League Museum and everything, but I didn't know they did something like this. I thought it was pretty cool. Actually. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's dope uh, that they're doing it. And I mean, the fact that they put, I mean, old Doc. Dwight yeah, good old Gooden, Doc. Yeah. And, and Dontrell Willis, who was, he, you know, because I mean, he pitched for the <laughs> match. Mm-hmm. He did. He, yep. he was, he was like this sensation. Because he did kind of have this little unorthodox uh, windup, yeah. Yeah, right. But, I mean, until the league figured him out, unfortunately. Mm, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, they figured him out and he didn't make adjustments. And that's why he kind of fizzled the way he did. But that initial run that he had, it was it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, again, representation. Seeing, you know, he probably saw Dwight Gooden as a pitcher. You know, and everything, and that's probably why he wanted to be a pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I say representation definitely matters, and it sucks that we don't have as much representation in baseball like we once did, mm-hmm. especially the fact that you had the Negro League, which, well, what a lot of people said, you know, that a lot of those guys, if they was in Major League Baseball, Certain people that was in Major League Baseball probably wouldn't have the great career stats that they had at that time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but why you why, when you brought that up, it did kind of something came to mind that I thought about here. Um, mm-hmm. so we got a League of Their Own mm-hmm. movie and a TV series. That was on Amazon. I didn't watch the TV series um, or anything, but the movie is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we got there. We got plenty of baseball movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think that we should have a baseball movie strictly about the Negro League? Oh, definitely. They could definitely do a movie. On that, I'd, I'd be all for it. I would definitely, I would definitely watch it. Because the cl- the closest movie that we have like that came out in the freaking seventies, called oh, called Bingo Long and the Bingo Long Traveling All Stars and the Motor Kings, which starred Billy D. Williams, mm. James Earl Jones, and Richard Pryor. Mm. And that came out, I think, nineteen seventy three or something like that. That's wow. that's that's the closest movie that we have. Wow. Yeah, that that focused strictly on black baseball players. That's oh over. yes, yes, it's, it's it's definitely time for them to do something with that. That's a little over fifty years ago. Fifty? That that that's crazy. So, yeah, it, it's like it would be dope if there was a movie. I mean, not saying make it like a league or their own, but. Mm-hmm. 
kind of sort of like that where you know just revolve around the Negro League, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. It, it would be dope if they did something like that. And I'm um, still a little bit upset with uh, MLB the show for just giving the dog a showcase and mm-hmm. where you can't really like play the Negro League on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my little rant. That's your, <laughs> that's your friend. You sticking to it? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but I thought that was pretty cool. Like I say, congratulations to them, and they, I'm back. Hey, you heard it here first. If they come out with a come out with a Negro League movie, hey, you heard it here first on this show. We were the ones that that, that threw it out there and, yeah. and spoke spoken it to existence. So hey, let, let, let's let's see it happen. It definitely definitely should. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of um, like I said, Don Crow Willis. I, I don't know if it's Fox or MLB Network. I saw him. I saw him. He's working for one of those stations now. I can't remember if it's Fox or MLB Network or TNT, TBS. One of them networks. I saw him on there, like doing analysis work, like talking about the game. So, hey, not the first time I had seen or heard his name and name in years. Probably, probably since he's seen those retired, stop pitching. Yeah, right. Because when you say like, hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I saw him. Also, I just can't remember what station it was, but he was on there. And I thought, okay, I said, good, good, good for him. Good for him. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, it seems like it's been an ongoing trend here. Now we've talked about this. Obviously, you know, we both, you know, we baseball fans, we're also wrestling fans too. It seems like we've seen a lot of wrestlers getting involved with. With baseball showing up at the games, you know, throwing out first pitches, you know, WWE and um, the AEW side. And here recently, um, we've had a trend of people throwing out first pitches. We had Lita at one of the Giants games throwing out the first pitch. We had LA Knight, yeah, throwing out the first pitch at the Mets Mets game not that long ago. And then I found this out, too. I just happened to be on the uh, Nationals um, Instagram page. Braun Strowman threw out the first pitch at a Nationals game recently. I'm like, I had no idea about this. It seems like it's on an ongoing trend with wrestling and baseball. Um, Any any, any thoughts on this? (sighs) I'm going to come back to saying it again. Tony Khan or somebody do the rocking jock. Mm-hmm. And you can have these, these, you have like celebrities, wrestlers, mm-hmm. and maybe a few MLB players like just mm-hmm. having fun like we, like they used to do. Just saying. Just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. It could and, work. Of course, the face of the Houston Astros definitely need to be a part of it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm saying. So. That's, a, that's a missed opportunity, I feel. I say, Tony Khan, I like I say, if somebody put it in Tony Khan here, he would do it. I know oh, he absolutely would. he would. I think absolutely he definitely would, would, would do so. He's, a, he's the only person I can see actually legitimately doing it, and they can have it on TNT. Because TNT just love what they got going on. I mean, that's the reason why they got what three damn shows. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got, got, got a lot of a lot of wrestling shows going on at the moment. 
But yeah, hey, I, hey, I'm I'm all for it. Like I say, hey, get the Rock and Jock back, have more people in the WWE showing up at these games, throwing out first pitches and everything. I I'm all I'm all for it. Like I said, like I said you saw Street Profits and Bianca, they were at the um, Cubs game, and then you saw um, Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander, Chuck Taylor, and um, what's the other guy's name from Best Friend? What's the other guy's name? Uh, Trent. Fred, yeah, Fred, Fred. yeah they, they, they were at a Nationals game earlier this year, so it's pretty cool. Like I say, it's, like I say, it's good exposure, and once again, stuff like this helps to grow the game. Having these big names coming up at these baseball right. games, I think it helps. It helps to grow the game. It helps to say, oh man, I saw LA Knight at the game. I saw Lita at the game. I saw you know best friends at the game. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna draw, it's gonna draw attention. It's gonna get attention. And don't forget uh, Cookie Monster. He he pops up at Cubs games to sing. Oh, yeah. My, my, my guy, CM Punk, Cookie, Cookie Monster. Yes, sir. Yeah, he shows up at Cubs games, too. You know, he's a big Cubs fan, hockey fan and everything. Hey, yep. that's, that's, that's good stuff. Yep. So, good like stuff. Said, they could make it happen. They definitely could. They definitely could. All right. Uh, you'll appreciate this one. Congrats goes out to the Braves for picking up their 11th thousand for win uh, recently. Uh, they said they're the fifth MLB franchise to reach this milestone. Um, any guesses on the other four teams that have made this, reach this milestone? It's four, the four, four like I said, um, they were the fifth. There's four of the teams that reached the milestone. Can you, any guesses on who? Uh, it's all, it's, it's all, they're all National League teams. They're all National League teams? All these are National League teams. It's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. All national teams. All um, national teams. Are the Dodgers one of them? Dodgers are one. Yep. Okay. Um. Hmm. Dodgers. All right. Now, uh, okay. Now I gotta look at the, the teams in the National League. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. And okay. Two teams and two teams are in the same division too. Two teams are in the same division. Are the Giants though? Giants is one, yeah. Okay, so Dodgers. And the other, and the other yeah, that team, and then the other two teams are in the same division too. Uh, no, it's not Delta. You're not old enough. Is it the Mets? Nope. Ah. Yeah. ah okay. Oh. Um. I don't think it's them. I lose a lot of damn games. Um. Shoot. I don't know. Oh, the Cubs and the team we're gonna talk about later on, the Cardinals. What? Yes. That's 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 insane. Mm-hmm. The Giants, it's... Dodgers, Cubs, and Cardinals. And of course now the Braves. And they're all in the National League. Like I said, as I said, I find that hard to play too. Not a single American League team. I mean you would I would have thought that the the Yankees would have I would have thought I would have thought so too that I figured like I said, because I remember that's the first team you were about to say I, I would have knew for sure. Yeah. Huh. 
what I tell you? The things you find out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Telling you. It's like that, nah. that, that doggone commercial. <laughs> the more you know. The more. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. There, 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 there you go. The more you know. But yeah, I was surprised about the Yankees. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to look up how many the Yankees got. Because you, you would have think for sure they would have made this list. As long as, long as they've been around. Yeah, they like one of the original teams. Mm-hmm. They are. They tied right now with the um with the Nationals, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Good old pinstripes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. They are how many wins they got here? Come on. What the hell is it? Uh Looking for it, can't find it. Good grief. Mm-hmm. I can't find it. What the hell? Ah. I thought they showed it. Oh, it's not this piece of crap. Hey. <sighs> they only got, let's see, 10,000, if this is right, 10,662. Yeah, yeah, 8,000 losses. Yeah, Hard to play. I don't know. That's the first team I would have named. That's why. Dodgers, I can see. The Cubbies, yeah, I can see. I can't believe the Yankees aren't on that list. No, yeah, well, at least not yet. Neither not yet, yeah. They'll, they'll get there, but. That's, that's kind of weird. Yeah, so congrats goes out to your, your Braves. And congrats goes out to um, Jose Altuve getting the 2,000 hits, joining two uh, former um, Astros, uh, Jeff Bagwell and Craig Bijo in the 2,000, 2000 hmm. hit club. So congratulations to old Mr. Jose Altuve. Hmm. I mean, Bagwell and Bijou. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 those are two legends for the Astros. So, hey, you, 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 your name's in good company for being mentioned with those guys. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. And congrats goes out to Davey Martinez, Nationals manager. He just got a two-year extension with an uh, option year as well to uh, stay with the stay with the Nationals. Now the Nationals, obviously, you know, have you know, they won the World Series and they kind of hit in the rebuild mode. They've been playing some better baseball as of late. Like I say, not you know, may not be contenders and everything, but they at least are, you know, respectable at the moment. And like I said, they, they there was they were talking about the other day, they were talking about like who would finish in uh finish up in last place. Would it be the Nationals or the Mets? Say hey, the way the Mets are going right, the Mets might <laughs> be the ones end up finishing in the NL in the NL East in uh last place. But uh congratulations goes off to David Martinez for getting this extension. Uh, any thoughts on that? I think I think it's well deserved. I mean, yeah, um, it's always good, you know. Security. Yeah, exactly, right. And one thing about baseball, we we have found out that they take care of their players whether they really want to or not. Absolutely, no, no, hey, no lies told there. That 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 is that is definitely the case. They will mm. definitely do that. No, like, mm. no lies told there whatsoever. 
They get they get taken care of. Like I said, if I had a time machine, I would go back to when I was a kid and I would have played baseball to get mm-hmm. that security. Mm-hmm. To get some of these other sports, the base baseball is where it's at. That, that that's where the money's at. You play some baseball, I'm telling you. Because I, I don't know if, um, if we talked about it. Because I found this out that you know if you play sixty games in the minor leagues, you automatically get that. Um, is is it healthy? No. I think it's like a pension. Yeah, a pension. You you get that pension. Oh, really? And all you have to do is play sixty games. Oh, I didn't know that. See? Yeah. So, and more stuff here with the show. I I did not know that. Yeah. So whether you make it to the to the show or not, uh, you hey, play, you, you play sixty still games. Get some, you get some yeah. incentive there. Yeah, That's you play sixty right games. There. It's like shoot, maybe if I if I could struggle my way onto a. <laughs> to a minor league team and make it 60 games. Mm-hmm. Get a pension. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. So that kind of makes me wonder, do, do, wait, do Michael Jordan get a pension from... Because <laughs> he played... I think he played 60 games. I think he did. Good question. Maybe, maybe, maybe he did. So Michael maybe Jordan get one? Did. Tim Tebow get one? Yeah, that's right. Tim Tebow, yeah. He can play, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good question. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. That's wild. That is. That is insane. 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 All right. As we've been doing over the past couple of seasons, we've been going over to the National League. We're over to the National League Central. Talked about the Cubs last episode. Now we're talking about the St. Louis Cardinals. They were established in 1882. Um, some of the names they went by, of course, they've been the Cardinals from 1900 to uh, present. They were the St. Louis Perfectos from 1899. <laughs> I swear, I don't know Sammy Sosa from there. And that's another one. Who was doing that guy? From the you summer of 98. Uh, you don't, you don't, 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 don't even recognize him anymore. That, um, that, that Dick Tracy villain? Yeah, exactly. That's what he looked like. That, that's, yeah, 
like look like he's exactly. running with flat top in the in the boards. Mm-hmm. He really is, really is. Yeah, um, Cardinals. They've always, you know, they've always had they've had some good teams over the years. They've been been you know competitive for the most part. They've had their ups and downs like most teams, but overall they've had you know some good teams over the years. But basically, anybody you know, I got a friend that lives in uh, St. Louis. The Cardinals, they are they are definitely a big deal over there. They they love their baseball over there. They seem like they got what kind of that old school traditional type atmosphere over there when it comes to comes to the, the love and you know appreciation for this team. But um any thoughts on the Cardinals, their history, any favorite moments, any favorite players, anything that stood out to you watching the Cardinals over the years, anything anything at all? Alright, so for me, when it comes to the Cardinals uh, two things kind of come to mind. So, first would be, you know, Summer of 98. Oh, yeah. Mark McGuire, you mm-hmm. know, and all that. But the other thing, really, is probably one of the greatest shortstops of all time, the wizard himself. Oh, yes. Oh, Ozzie. Yes. Right. Yes. I forget him. Yes. So, I mean, I never, of course, because Ozzy Smith, he retired way before, you know, started watching baseball. Our time, yeah. Mm-hmm. But seeing highlights of him and, of course, him doing his, you know, trademark backflip. Yes. And everything, right? Yes. And then also, too, Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland's another guy. Scott yeah, Rowland played for And I did not know that Branch Ricky. That's where he went, and he actually uh, was the one who invented the farm system. Oh, really? Yes. So so Branch Rickey has like a a real, very interesting backstory when it comes to baseball. It definitely does. And it's kind of primarily the reason for why baseball kind of is somewhat the way it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he took a chance on some, you know, some some young black guy that wore number forty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he created the farm system, and I guess that's why the St. Louis um, Browns, well, originally Brown stockings, but then turned to Browns. They actually were. A part of the uh, AA, the double A ball. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what that's about. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it has to be because I didn't read too much. Of it, but I think that's what that is that they was in double A mm-hmm. and then they eventually got moved up to being a major league team. And what the hell were they called the Perfectos? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't want to listen to these random, random names. Now, okay, so they play at Bush Stadium, but okay, is Bush Memorial Stadium a different stadium? That's that's what I was wondering. I'm not sure, I'm not sure about that. Why well, they just changed the freaking name? Maybe they can, maybe they changed next to Bush Memorial Stadium. Bush, let's see. Looks like the same, like the same place. Let me see. So they just, all they did was just change the freaking name. Maybe they just, maybe just, just changed the name. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Because nope, it says new, new Bush Stadium. Yep. 
so okay, so it's it, it, it is it's, a different state. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Got yeah. It. yeah. I was confused by that too. Okay, I, I get it now. So it'd be like, just just imagine back in. 1899. Yeah, you know, hey, yeah, come on out, check out, check us out at, you know, we play for the perfectos. Play for the who? That's right. <laughs> play for the what? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Perfectos, the oh, orphans, and the, and the bean eaters. Like, like a, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm, I play, I play second base for the bean eaters. You for do the bean what? eaters, that's, that's right. I play center field for the orphans. <laughs> You do what now? <laughs> like, what, what, what are we doing here with these names? Oh, oh my God. I know it's a different time period, a different era, but, but still, you couldn't come up with nothing better than that, than the Perfectos, the Bean Eaters, and, and the Orphans. Yeah, we got the Perfectos playing against the, the Orphans tonight. Orphans, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Perfectos fan. I'm an Orphans fan. I'm a Bean Eater fan. <laughs> the Perfectos won two zip. What the heck? <laughs> oh my goodness. Craziness. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, anything else on the Cardinals? Anything else on them? I mean, like I said, I I always like I said, growing up you always kind of saw them, but outside of you know, and again, just for me, the summer of ninety-eight and you know, Albert Pujols when he came along, Scott Rowland, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name? Tony LaRusa is the manager mm-hmm. for a time period. But mm-hmm. I never really, I was say the Cardinals is one of those teams that I really never really paid too much attention to like that. Yeah. It's like, because you watch baseball, so you know of them, but mm-hmm. I never really like followed them. You know, outside of like the outside of certain things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I said, they, 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 like I said, they definitely have a very passionate fan base. They they love they love their baseball over there in, in St. Louis. But I was kind of the same way. Other than like I say, when Pujols was there, you know, McGuire was there. You know, the summer, you know, '98 and everything. Outside of that, I wasn't paying a lot of attention to the Cardinals either. Like I said, you knew they were there, but that wasn't a team. That had like that national following, like say maybe like a Yankees would or a Dodgers or a Braves, some of those those teams. That, but you know there's but you know there's a lot of history and tradition with that team. But like so they want a team I same like you had been following that closely. Okay, so it's interesting. They they retired number forty two twice. Really? Yeah. Jackie Robinson and who else? Well, Jackie Robinson, of course, because every yeah. team, you know, every day all other teams do that, yeah. But uh, this guy named Howard Bruce Sutter, mm-hmm. um, he was a pitcher, mm-hmm. played 12 seasons from 1976 to 1988. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the most dominant relievers in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. making effective use of the split finger fastball. Mm. He was a six time All Star. <laughs> World Series champion in 1982. Uh, recorded a 2.83 career ERA and had 300 saves. The third most in Major League history oh, at wow. the time of his retirement. 
Um, he won Cy Young in 1979. Mm-hmm. Uh, he became the only pitcher to lead the NL in saves five times, 1979 to 82, and in 1984. Interesting. And he just passed away here last year. Oh, no. Yeah, he was 69 years old. 69, okay. Yep. And he, he retired. He retired as a Brave. Not as a Brave, okay. Because he played for the Cardinals from eighty-one to eighty-four. Okay. Yeah. Oh, see, once again, continue to learn, continue to educate ourselves here on this show. I like, I like that. Yeah. But, uh, but I just find it interesting that he retired. They retired forty-two twice. Twice, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we know everybody does it for Jackie Robinson. But I'm saying, who the other player that you know got yeah. forty-two retired? Cause what what year was that that they get that the league unanimously retired Jackie Robinson number? I can't remember specifically. Let me see if I can look it up here. But well, it's been a while. April fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven. Okay, so that means that the Cardinal the Cardinals had retired Sutter's forty two first. That's why it's retired twice. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. that makes mm-hmm. sense now. Okay, see, I and he, and he's a Hall of Famer too. Oh, nice, even better. Yep. Bruce Sutter. Okay, like I said. Continue to learn and continue to educate ourselves here. We like we like that. <laughs> All right. So we talked about the cubby. We talked about the Cardinal. Let's see. We got one, two. We got three teams left in the central. Who who you want to talk about next episode? Uh, oh, let's see. Did the Cardinals did the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go with Go with Chrissy's team, the good old Reds. Okay. All yep. right. So next episode, we'll be talking about those Cincinnati Reds. Sounds yeah. good to me. And, and just for everybody to know, there will be a lot of talk about a certain player whose career has been erased. Yes, there will be a lot of talk about said player. Yes. Like we all like you always say, somebody got their hits. hits. That's nobody right. got that, that, that's what <laughs> same, nobody same, those hits. Same guy that bulldozed the, the catcher in the all star game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. Same guy that got tombstone at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I think I told you. I think I saw him early this year. He was at a, one of the conventions I was at. He was there signing autographs. Good old, good old Pete Rose. I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's how he kind of make his living. I said baseball basically throwed him in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. So hey, yeah, you know, do these conventions and stuff. Somebody appreciate, appreciate you. Because yeah. the, the the thing about it, and. and and we, I mean, we can move on after this, but because I want to, I don't, I want to save some of this for the next episode. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah, exactly, exactly, of course. But I, but I will say this though, is like, you know, even though he was, because I do feel he was wronged, mm-hmm. not that he was wrong, 
but he was wronged by MLB for his playing for his playing. Okay, you want to penalize him as a manager for what he did? That's fine. But how do you penalize him as a player for what he did as a manager? That still doesn't make sense to me. And no, it doesn't. that didn't stop fans from still supporting him. So yeah, he shows up at you know the conventions, whatever the Hall of Fame goes on. He has like a little like a booth and everything set up around, and you know have memorabilia. And he signs autographs and do all this type of stuff. Just you know, basically keeping his name out there. And I do, I, I really believe, and I hate that it, I feel like this, but I feel like he's gonna get inducted into the Hall of Fame when he passes away. That's 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 exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna wait till he passes away. And that's when they're gonna say, "Oh yeah, let's put him in the Hall of Fame." So you don't get a chance to make his speech and nothing like that. They go with that he no longer yeah. with us and say, "Hey, oh yeah, now 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 we're gonna put him in the Hall of Fame." Really? Yeah, don't it, it just uh, it's it, it sucks, but yeah, that's, that's all I save for this because I save it all for the next episode. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, so as we always do, we end the show by going over the current standings in MLB baseball. Let's start off with the American League East. The Orioles are still on top of the division. It's 77 and 47. Rays are in second place at 75 and 51. The Blue Jays are 69 and 56. Reds are 66 and 59. And the Yankees are in last place at 60 and 64. Thoughts on the AL East. So what the hell happened to the Yankees? Um, they, this... they, yeah, yeah, they, 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 they lost. Last night, they lost like eight in a row. They, 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 they was, they was struggling. That's another first time they did that. Losing streak like that in a long time. Yeah, because they, they won in nine in their last ten games. And they mm-hmm. are the first team to drop below 500 in this division. Um, So, yeah, they didn't fell all the way off. Uh, but mm-hmm. kudos. Kudos to the Orioles for still, you know, being on top. But the Rays, you know, even though they three games back, but they they right there. And I mean, here we are in August, and we getting, you know, it's getting close. And like we said, we're gonna start to see some of these divisions get real tight here towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So, but but it is is great that you got this young Orioles team that. It's kind of somewhat flying under the radar a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good to see that the the young guys, you know, the, the teams that people don't really talk too much about are on top. So, kudos mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see some different teams up in the mix. Because like I said, for years, the Yankees and the Red Sox pretty much ran this division. And now to see the... Orioles on top and the Rays right there behind them. It's definitely good to see some fresh blood at the top of the AL East. And now over to the Central. You got the Twins on top at 65 and 60. You got the Guardians at 59 and 66. Tigers at 57 and 68. White Sox at 49 and 76. And the Royals at 40 and 87. Thoughts on the Central? I mean, even though the Twins have somewhat distance themselves just a little bit from the mm. Guardians. But because we know how this division is, who knows? Two weeks from now, it could come back and it could be like two games or something. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, this this is one of those divisions that's always very, very close. And there's nobody that's just like kind of running away with the division. Like I said, if you come back in two weeks, the Guardians could be on top. Who knows? Like I said, this is one of those very, you know, even heel divisions where it's like neck, like neck and neck with the, with the, with the top teams, where it's like I said, Twins and Guardians. A couple years ago, the White Sox were playing really good. They were on top of the division. So you, you just never know with the Central in the A on the AL side. Now over to the AL West, you got Max Scherzer's Rangers on top, still at seventy-two and fifty-three. You got the Astros at seventy-one and fifty-five. Uh, Mariners at seventy and fifty-five. Angels at sixty-one and sixty-four. And uh, Athletics at thirty-five and ninety. Mm. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those on the West. All right, so we focusing on the Rangers and the Astros, but the Mariners, yeah, have crept back up into this thing. They have only two games back. Yes, so you know who's to say what we might be looking at in two weeks? We don't know. Yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't shock me if they were. If they were on top. They they are right there in the mix. Yeah. So. That's definitely going to be something to watch here when getting down to the final stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention, it's funny, I was the Angels, we didn't, we didn't mention nothing about Shohei. That's, that's always one of our regular things on the show. We didn't mention nothing about Shohei this episode. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. No, no, we didn't. I mean, he did hit a what, a grand slam here. He did hit a grand yeah. slam. Yeah, yeah we talked about that. that. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I, I guess I guess we kind of, you know, like, Give give Shohei a little rest. I mean, we do mention right now, but still, yeah. give him a rest. Yeah, give give him give him a rest this give week. Give him a rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did hear today they said that uh, Mike Trout is supposed to be coming back, but I still don't know if it's going to be enough for the Angels at this point. They need they need a lot of help over there. They 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 they, they really do. They really do because like I said, you got these two generational talents over there, and it just seems like they. They can't utilize them to their best advantage or put the team around those two to become real contenders to finish the division. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So. Very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Now over to the NL side. The NL East got the Braves on top at 80 and 44. Got the Phillies at 68 and 57. Marlins at 64 and 62. Mets at 59 and 67. And then you got my Nationals at 57 and 68. Thoughts on the East? I mean, the Braves have pretty much, you know, take, you know ran off with this division. Oh, yeah. Um, the Phillies have been playing really good. The Marlins, I mean, they s- still somewhat have a chance for a wild card, you know, but it's still going to take a lot for them to really, to, you know, to get there. But mm-hmm. it is progress from what they have been showing the last few seasons. Where it's just oh, like, definitely. It's just like they didn't. You care or anything? No, you you could work with this. At least, at least, at least they're respectable. You can, and they can build off of this. Absolutely, you can definitely build off of this. Definitely. You have your star player on the cover of MLB The Show. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all actually have been playing really good baseball. So yeah, I mean this this is a good season. Hopefully, they can continue to build off of it. 
Yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully they can definitely build off of it. And over to the NL Central, which we've been talking about currently. We got the Brewers at 68 and 57, Cubs at 65 and 59, Reds at 64 and 61, who we'll be talking about next episode, Pirates at 56 and 69, and the Cardinals, who we talked about this episode, currently in last place at 55 and 71. Thoughts on the Central? I mean, it's funny how both central divisions are relatively close races. Yeah, right. Um, the Reds were up there, but they kind of fell, they fell off some. Um, but they still, you know, kind of stalking around a, a wild card too, um, and everything. Uh, the Cubs are being very consistent, so <clears throat> I mean, kind of have to. Pay attention to these three teams here because, again, we come back in two weeks and who knows, the Cubs, the, the Cubs could be on top, the Reds could probably be on the top, or, I mean, the Brewers still be on top. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Yeah. Like I said, the division is, division is open at the moment, so we'll see what, who's on top when we come back in two weeks. And last but not least, the NL West. You got the Dodgers on top at 76 and 47. Giants at 65 and 60, Diamondbacks at 65 and 61, Padres at 60 and 66, and then the Rockies at 48 and 76. Thoughts on the West? I mean, the 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 Diamondbacks had they little fun. Yeah. You know, you had had us kind of thinking like this 2002 again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was but, good while it lasted, right? But I mean, but they still have a good record. Um, yeah, exactly. I can say they're over five hundred. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the Dodgers are looking like you know the Dodgers when we first started this show, where they they've taken you know taken over the the division again. Mm-hmm. They're not they're, they're nine and one in their last ten games. Mm-hmm. Unless unless there's some major fall off. I mean, the division is is there is is locked for them. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely is. They had to let the Diamondbacks know. They said, hey, let you know who really runs this division. Not not, not you guys. <laughs> All right. So that is it for me. Another great show, Jay. Anything you want to plug and promote before we get up out of here? Yeah. So I know like the last, you know, I should say since June, really, movie talk has kind of been in somewhat of a flux in a way. Um, I haven't really really doing a bunch of movie reviews um, and everything, but I am coming back with an actual movie review for episode 290, which will be dropping later this week. I'm going to be doing the adventure, action, romantic comedy, Romance in the Stone with stars. Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, and Danny DeVito. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of getting behind the microphone and talking about that movie because that was a movie that I watched a lot when I was a kid and I always had fun with it. So hopefully I have fun with it here, you know, this time. And maybe I'll see something, you know, as an adult that I probably don't always see, you know, that you don't always see as a kid when you watch certain movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and everything, so that's what we'll be showing up for movie talk here uh, later this week, and which will should be after this episode is posted. 
Cool. Sounds good to me. And as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris. Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23, as well as the Active Moneymaker 315, and follow this show's um, Twitter account at, at slam, un, uh, slam underscore podcast, as well as inst- on Instagram at the Grand Slam, Grand Slam Podcast. Another great episode, Jay. Any last words to close out this episode? Um, repeat rules. Yes, free Pete Rose. Free that man. (laughs) And we'll be talking about him and the Reds more on the next episode in two weeks. You guys take care. See, um, you guys take care. Be safe as always. And we will see you in two weeks. Peace out. Peace.